0: Bismillahi Yesterday or, or last week, Thursday, we commenced the uh, 20th Juz and we were discussing the ruku at the beginning of the 20th Juz where Allah Jalla Jalalu start of, started of this ruku saying Allahu khayrun amma yushirكون. Is Allah better or those beings who they ascribe as partners to Allah, are they better? And then for the remainder of the ruku, Allah Jalla Jalalu enumerated his amazing signs and his greatness, highlighting his superiority over any deity that they ascribe as partners to him. Jalla Now we commence with the sixth ruku. We after Allahumma billahi rajim. Bismillahi r-Rahman rahmanir rahim Allah says, Wa qal Those who disbelieve the kuffar of Makkah. They say to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Aida kunna turaba wa us and our fathers, now they're mocking the concept of resurrection. Us and our forefathers, we will be in a state where our body will be decomposed and we will be sand. And you're saying, despite the fact that our body is decomposed and we are now in a state where we are sand, Allah Jalla Jalalu will resurrect us from that situation,
1: mocking the concept of resurrection. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, لَقَدْ وُعِدْنَا هَذَا نَحْنُ وأباؤنا مِنْ قَبْلِ إِنْ هَذَا إِلَّا أَسَاطِيرُ الْأَوَّلِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us what the mushrikoon said after this, that they were telling Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Indeed we were promised us, us and our forefathers from the previous times, previous nations were also told by their prophets.
0: بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله واصحابه أجمعين وبعد. We were discussing Surah Naml and in the last installment we came to the beginning of the 20th Jews, where this Ruku started off by Allah asking a rhetorical question, Is Allah better or those who they, they ascribe as partners to Allah, are they better than Allah Jalla Jalalu? And over the next, continuing in the Ruku, Allah Jalla Jalalu asserts His superiority over any deity that they ascribe as partners to him, showing his importance and his power over any other deity. So after Billahi Minash the first ayat of this ruku, Allah says, وَقَالَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا And those who just believe, they say, كُنَّا تُرَابَ a inna لَمُخْرَجُونَ Us and our forefathers will be turned to a state where we will be sent. So they are mocking the concept of resurrection, saying that their bodies will be decomposed in the grave. They will be sent. And after that, we will be resurrected. They are mocking this concept of
1: resurrection. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then further says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us here what the mushrikun of, of Makkah said, what, uh, what uh, the, what the, those who ascribe partners to Allah, what they said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, indeed we've been promised this. Not only us. But also those of our forefathers from before were also promised this. What were they promised? That, you know what, when we die, we're going to be resurrected. After Qiyamah, this is going to happen. Before Qiyamah, this is going to happen. And they kept on telling Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, you know what, we've just been told this, we've been promised this. In hada illa This is just fairy tales. This is just stories of the people of the past. This is not real. This is just what the, the people, our children to sleep with. Hmm.
0: So in response to this, Allah Jalla Jalalu tells Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam fil ard. On a of Allah, tell them to travel in the earth. And observe and look كَيْفَ كَانَ What are the plights of those people who are the criminals? What was their crime? Rejecting the oneness of Allah? Rejecting the authenticity of Qiyamah? Look at their situation. The Adim, the Mood, how Allah dealt with them very firmly. The comb of Lut alayhi salam, how Allah dealt with them very firmly. These signs remain in the earth. So Allah is replying to the Quraysh of Makkah, telling Rasulullah salam, to tell them they travel in the earth and see what was the outcome of those people who were criminals towards Allah jalla, jalla, So
1: Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling them in order to show them that let not history repeat itself once again that the people of Adin, Thamud, and all of that all of those people the people all the other people people before like like the banu israel etc they kept on being warned of the signs of islam and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yet they still disbelieved and they de- denied it and rejected it and they kept on telling the, the the prophets that you know what if the punishment must come let it come let's see let's see if you're talking the truth and at that time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had taken them, punished them in different ways. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling them, in order for history not to repeat itself, just go out and go and see what happened to the previous people. And then Rasulullah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then consoles Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa by saying, And do not be grieved over them. And don't let your chest become tight with what they a uh, 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 planning and plotting. Don't be afraid of what's going to happen. You do what you need to do. Mm. So
0: even though now Allah is giving solace to Rasulullah sallallahu obviously the solace means to come to Rasulullah because Rasulullah sallallahu is so enthusiastic to bring everybody to iman that every person who doesn't take iman, it causes huzn, it causes sadness and stress in the heart of Rasulullah sallallahu so despite that amount of concern, in their defiance they said to Rasulullah, Mata Hadal in Kuntum This promise of Allah that you talk about Qiyamah, Jahannam, all of this, when is it coming? If you are truthful in your claim, why isn't these things coming? So they were impatiently calling upon the punishment of Allah. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is told, replied to them saying, Say that perhaps a part of that punishment that you are seeking And you in such a hurry Is just close behind you a part of this punishment which you are calling So they saying to Rasulullah If your claim of the reality of punishment and qiyamah is true Then where is it? When is it coming? Rasulullah is told to say to them That this punishment, this part of the punishment that you are so so much yearning for in such a hurry. Perhaps it's just behind you. It's about to approach you. Muhaz Sirun, explore what is Allah talking about here. You see previous nations, the comb of Luta, salam, stones came from the sky. The people of you of Yunus the people of uh, Nuh salam, were washed out by the floods. So there was various different natural phenomena that Allah Jalla Jalal was sent down to eliminate a group of uh defiant people but when it came to the Quraysh of makkah there wasn't any natural phenomenon that was sent down in order to eradicate them but allah made the sahaba the living punishment for the disbelievers of makkah and what was their punishment these people in their overwhelmingly large numbers faced the sahaba better and allah reinforced the sahaba with with angels and Allah gave the Sahaba confidence and they were able to execute a punishment against the Quraysh of Makkah on behalf of Allah Jalla Jalalu. So how severe was this punishment that the Quraysh were yearning for so much and they really wanted? Seventy from the Quraysh of Makkah were killed. Seventy, were for, 70 further people were taken as prisoners. So this punishment that they were calling upon, Allah Jalla Jalalu gave it to them in the form of defeat.
1: At the Battle of Badr. Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala then says, <النَّاس> "And indeed your Lord is the one who possesses virtue over people, over mankind, the one who possesses giving off of bounties over mankind. <يشكروون> However, most of them, most of them of insan, لا يشكرون, are not grateful to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala." And
0: Allah continues
1: to praise and
0: mention His greatness. وَإِنَّ رَبَّكَ مَا مَا And your Lord Jalla Jalalu knows whatever they hide within their chest and that which they make very manifest and clear. Allah Jalla Jalalu is
1: equally aware of that. So Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says that Allah knows what's in the chest and knows what they are portraying outwardly. It's it's because they portray, uh, some of them portray a certain way, but they actually mean something else in their hearts. And there's nothing that can hide in the heavens or in the earth except that it is already written down in a clear book. And some of the Mufassirun mentioned that the clear book is actually Allah's knowledge, and some of the Mufassirun mentioned that it is the Loh HaMahfud. Mm, SubhanAllah. Wow.
0: In the next verse, Allah says, in al Quran, certainly this Quran narrates and relates to the Banu uh, Israel. Uh, Most of them on these matters which the Quran relates, they differ on. So there is Jewish version of, of happenings in history. And then there is the Qur'anic version of happenings in history. For example, they claim Ibrahim salam is a Jew. Allah Jalla Jalalu deals with it severely, saying that Ibrahim salam was a Hanifa Muslimah, a person who does incline to this world, and was a person who was a Muslim and submitted to Allah Jalla Jalalu. They had their theories regarding Sayyidina Isa salam. Allah Jalla Jalalu sets the record straight when it comes to Isa A.S. They said that Ibrahim alayhi salam, did not consume camel meat, considering it impermissible in his sharia. Allah puts the record straight that camel meat, abstinence from camel meat is not a sign of following Ibrahim alayhi salam. So the Qur'an addresses the Jews and
1: sets the record straight on those matters which they differ with the Muslims on. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, this Qur'an... Is a guidance and a mercy for those who believe. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your Lord, judges between them. He was his wisdom. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is the Almighty and the All Knowledgeable.
0: This verse that you just recited it refers to the day of Qiyamah. So now the Quran sets the record straight. And the Jews have their narrative on matters of history. But on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will rule between the Muslim narrative and the Jewish narrative, was His judgment. And Allah will make it clear who is actually speaking the truth and who came with a false narrative. So for that reason, ala Allah, rely on Allah. Inna ka ala al haqq And O of Allah, don't doubt. You are on the very clear truth. You are on truth. Rely on Allah. And on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will make this manifest.
1: Allah Subhanahu wa Taala tells Rasulullah Sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "Inna la tussmi'ul mauta, wa la tussmi'ul summudu'a idha Indeed, O oh Rasulullah Sallallahu alaihi wasallam, you cannot make the dead hear you, nor can you make those who are deaf hear your call, mudbirin, even if they were to turn their faces from you. So what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is saying here is that these people don't want to hear. Allah is likening them to dead people. The kuffar are like dead people. They don't want to hear anything that's got to do with what with al al Mubeen, with the clear truth. They don't want to know anything. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likens them to dead people. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likens them to deaf people. Because even even a person who can hear, you he turns around, he walks, you say, Hey, 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 listen, I'm talking to you. Then he turns around and he listen to you. But these people don't want to even hear like that they They don't want to even hear deen on that level. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likens the kuffar to dead people and deaf people. So obviously on the reverse, those people who have iman, those who accepted Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likens them to people who are loving. The the mu'mineen are people who are loving. Those people have true life in them and those people can truly hear. Mm -hmm, Subhanallah.
0: You know, as an offshoot discussion under this verse, the Mufassirun say that this verse is used as a proof by those scholars who say that those who have passed away can't hear our conversations on this earth. Now, they use this verse as a proof that Inna kala tusminu al-mawta, honor be of Allah, you cannot make the dead people hear. But there are equally other verses and other ayah that scholars use to prove that the death that when you visit the Kabrastan the dead can hear, and amongst their reasons is we are told to greet those who have passed away so that they can reply to your greeting. And one hadith says that the roar is put back into a person's body just so that they can reply your greeting when you're visiting the Qabrastan. Anyway, in reference to this, Mulana Asr, Falitani says, for those who say that the dead cannot hear, the INF proof to substantiate their discussion. For those who say that those who are late and have passed away can hear, there are enough proof to substantiate their their discussion as well. So there is a possibility that when you're visiting the Qadrastan, the marhum may hear what you're saying, and there's a possibility that the marhum may not hear what you're saying. But we know Allah Jalla Jalal's abilities are unlimited, and there may be certain circumstances where they can't hear, and some circumstances where they can hear. But if Allah decides that the Marhum can hear, it will be Allah's blessings that when you speak to the Marhum at the qabr, he or she can hear your discussion as you're speaking to the Marhum. This is a side discussion from this bus. <inaudible> <inaudible> you cannot guide a blind person from their deviation. Remember, Allah is not speaking about physical blindness. Allah is speaking about those who are blind, deaf, and dumb to the truth. They have a spiritual blindness. You may have a blind person who has clear vision of the greatness of Allah. Or you may have a fully sighted person who is blind to the greatness of Allah. Has, Allah Rasulullah Wasallam is told that you can't guide a blind person from his misguidance. guidance إِن تُسْمِعُ إِلَّا bi ayatina. You can guide only those who believe in our verses, for whom are Muslims
1: and those who are Muslims. Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says here yeah, that you can't guide a person who's blind. And in the previous verse, the last ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah says, in truth, they are totally blind to it. What is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala talking about? They they don't the that uh, they don't believe in resurrection. They don't. They are not even like coming near to to understanding that it is reality. So Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala calls them amun, those who are totally blind from uh, the haq, the truth. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala then says, وإذا وقع القول عليهم akhrajna lahum dabbatam minal ardhi tukallimuhum annan nasakanu biayatina la yuqinoon thus is a sign of qiyamah and when the qawl when the word has been, when what the word will fall upon them what is this word when the nearness of qiyamah comes close or comes upon them akhrajna lahum we will uh, 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 we will excavate for them we will bring out for them dabbatam minal ardhi an animal from the earth to kallimuhum that will speak with them what would the animal say? And this is according to Ibn Abbas, he says, this is what the animal will actually say. <inaudible> Indeed, people regarding the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are not firm believers. Mm, so
0: this is something very fascinating in the Ahadith enumerate on it, that amongst the last signs of the day of Qiyamah, would be the the coming of Sayyidina Isa, the emergence of Imam Mahdi, the emergence of Dajjal. Amongst the last, last signs will be eventually, Allah Jalla will cause some sort of an animal called Dabbatul Ard, the animal from the earth, that will not be born the way other animals are born. This animal will emerge from Mount Safa, it will emerge on the Mataf in front of the Kaaba immediately people will run, helter to skelter on the appearance of this animal. They will try to escape. But there will be a small group of believers who know about this animal and they know that they need to accept the decree of Allah. And they will approach this animal. And this animal will make a mark on those believers, a mark of illumination, a mark of distinction, showing that they are the true believers. And then this animal will then start to travel this earth at such such a speed then nobody will be able to catch this animal. And it will find those in Salah and it will put a mark on them as a distinction. But the animal will equally put marks on those who are disbelievers to make a distinction. But it will come at such a point when at this point people won't be able to accept Islam and those who are Muslims will be Muslims and those who are disbelievers will be disbelievers. But you will say to the people, the important mention which is in this verse, that people are not convinced about our signs. So Allah is going to show an undeniable miracle in front of the people. But at this point, people will be seeing the unseen because this animal will be from the unseen. And it will be making a statement on behalf of Allah. People were not convinced in our signs. Now I am here in front
1: of you to tell you, that you are not convinced in our signs, now it's too late for you. I just want to mention what Ibn Kathir mentions regarding the the the, the animal that will the, the, this animal that will talk to people. Mm-hmm. Ibn Kathir says, ta'khruju mm-hmm. zaman." As we all know, this animal will come out uh, and appear in the end, towards the end of time, In the in nasi. And now, just pay attention to what he's saying, here and at the same time reflect on. On, on our day-to-day life in the facade in nas at the time when people will cause corruption <inaudible> and they leaving out the, the commands of allah subhanahu wa taala, <inaudible> and they start substituting the the, the rightful deen. <inaudible> and then this animal will come out at that time there and it will speak to people as if they are speaking to human beings
0: Subhanallah, Subhanallah. May Allah make us always be on the side of truth. And may Allah save us from deviation. Amin.